You're listening to Real Talk, the best podcast to listen to for the latest in entertainment. I'm Larson Seaver, and today I'll be talking about new trailer releases and so much more. I got a full slate for you today, so let's get started. Hello, everyone. It is Friday, and I am pumped um, because it's essentially Christmas time. Thanksgiving is over. Um, So... Uh, what that means is we get to just play Christmas music all day, every day, and nothing else. Um, it's really a joyous time of year. Um, I know technically it's November 30th right now as we record, but I've been listening to Christmas music since Black Friday. That is the rule. Uh, before Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Day, off limits, but Black Friday, anything goes. Um, so yeah, I've already been in the Christmas spirit. And, you know, the best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. I won't be singing on this podcast at all, but um, I encourage you, uh, as you're listening to Christmas music, just bout out, sing loud for all to hear. And I'll be doing the same, just like I said, not on this podcast. Anyways, enough with my rambling. Uh, I haven't been out to the theaters much lately, Um we're crunching down to uh, finals week, um, so I've been uh, busy with that in my last few semesters of school. But um, what I figured is something that I've never really done before on Real Talk, and um, I feel like it's important. We, we've always had like a mini segment about it, but I've never really gone in depth on movie trailers. And so... What I'm doing today is I'm going to be watching different movie trailers and giving my live reaction right here on the show. These are trailers that I've never seen, uh, with the exception of one that I'll get to later. But, um, yeah. Uh, So, this is Real Talks live movie reactions, or movie trailer reactions. Um, We'll come up with a better name next time we do this segment. Uh, So, up first... I am going to start with actually a TV show um, that's com- that's on Netflix. Here it is. Don't you just love the holidays? As long as we are spending it together. And we'll probably eat things that are pretty awful. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> oh, God. Today, three amateur bakers will attempt to recreate some professional holiday desserts and compete for a chance to win $10,000! Seems easy, right? (laughs) I don't know how I'm gonna do this. (laughs) I'm trying to get them to stick on here. Come on. What is that frosting technique? I love it. Oh, God! This is gonna be a disaster. Oh, no, what is he doing? This is working out great. It's so bad. Oh, boy. We're just gonna wing it. I bet they're gonna all come out perfect. This is what you were trying to make. Let's see what you actually made. Oh! (laughs) It's called innovation. That is innovation. That is! (laughs) Oh boy, oh boy. Let's do it, let's let's eat it. This thing is alive. (laughs) Okay, I'm impressed. That's not a good sign. That blew my wig back. (laughs) (laughs) 
Nailed It is a show. I, I don't think I said the title before, and it does not say it all um, in this trailer, but that is the trailer for the holiday special series season of Nailed It, which comes out on December 7th. I am now looking very forward to this. Um, I have seen all other seasons of Nailed It. It's really just a hysterical show that, like, when you're stressed or um, or you just, you just need something, like, just silly to watch. Um, not even, like, you don't even need to pay close attention. You can have it on while you're cooking yourself or not, like, cooking yourself, but, like, you're watching a show about cooking. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, you can have it on while you're cooking. You can have it on while you're doing homework, I guess. Like, literally anything just, like, in the background is noise. Um uh, it, it's just funny to watch because I love the premise behind it, which I feel like I m- maybe I've seen ideas like this on like YouTube, but like never like on a full production scale like this, uh, produced and distributed by Netflix or any other streaming service. But the idea of you see like Buzzfeed articles all the time of like, hey, look at these people that try to recreate recipes that they saw on Pinterest, and Pinterest always has these perfectly sculpted, um, uh, just cakes and whatnot that it's like it clearly took them hours to make, and people are like, oh yeah, I can make that. Why they think that they, I have no clue, but they think, oh yeah, that that looks easy. You just kind of put the frosting on and. And then you make it and you're like, well, clearly they had some special tools used in this because it, your your product looks nothing like what was on Pinterest. Um, and so I love that premise of can you take this perfectly sculpted bakery item and um, or sweet treat and recreate it? And most oftentimes they do not nail it. Um, and it's just funny to watch that. It's, it's hysterical to hear like the shade being thrown at the contestants by like Jacques Torres and Nicole Byers. And occasionally the guest likes to get a little mean too. And it's just, it's, it's, it's just funny. Um, and, and all the contestants are like, great. Like they're, they're all in on it and they understand they're not good. And so like when they're just being ripped apart, like, they're like, yeah, I get it. I'm, I understand. Um, uh, the next, so in conclusion, I am very much looking forward to watching nailed it. I'm going to go over to the, to the next trailer. Now this is, um, I mentioned before that, one of these trailers I'd already seen. That's not entirely true. Um, this is a new trailer that was just released yesterday for Welcome to Marwin. It is that new uh, veteran with PTSD film starring Steve Carell that I have seen the trailer for, but it's very brief and I kind of forgot it. But this was just released yesterday and I'm thinking it will give more info into the film. Welcome to Marwin is the most original film of the year. What happened to you? I got beaten within an inch of my life because I was different. 
Some Nazi thugs jumped him. So I created a world where I can be anyone I want. These are the women of Marwin. Are all of the dolls people you know? Yeah. There's Carlala. You can't keep on running away. Julie. I got your back. Roberta. Back off! And Nicole. I just moved in across the street. This is Hoagie. Kind of a braver version of me. We're one and the same, pal. More ammo! More ammo! I thought I heard you yelling for more gumbo. Not gumbo! No gumbo! I got this Christmas. The only way you're gonna get better is if you face those jerks who beat you up. Based on an inspirational true story. I'm not really sure how to do this. Of a man who turned tragedy. I got you, but you gotta embrace that pain, Mark. Into triumph. Wow. I have my art and I have my friends. I have hope. And that's something they can't take away from me. Hell yeah. Bottoms up, girls. From the groundbreaking director of Forrest Gump. Don't just imagine yourself as a hero. Be one in real life. Welcome to Hope. You are saved. Welcome to healing. To life, to love, to Marwin. Welcome to Marwin. This is a movie that I thought... Um, had already come out like at one point and I was like, wait, whatever happened to that PTSD uh, movie with Steve Carell? And I was like, wait, no, it hadn't come out yet. And just from this trailer it now says it's coming out on Christmas. I don't think it's going to be as emotional as beautiful boy. Beautiful boy is a beautiful film and it is heart wrenching. And, but I still think this will have very touching moments um, and I am here for the era that we are living in where Steve Carell is in drama films. I, he is a hysterical person. He really is a great comedian. Uh, he has just silly, clean comedy um, uh, that's hardly controversial. Um, he, he really made a great career out of that, but I think he's making an even better career out of dramas. And I'm not that's not to say that he's a better drama actor that than a comedian and that he was never really that funny. He was hysterical. He really and is. Like he still is, but like his comedic work is really good. Um and he puts a lot of passion and effort and work into it to make it really good. But there's just something to be said about the dramas that he's doing that they're just like Un, like it's unbelievable like he really like it's not I think it's because of the fact of how funny he is that you kind of like you never think like oh he'd probably be good at dramas um whereas there are some of some actors that can do comedies but they're not hysterical and they can also do dramas so that they have like they're like in the middle but like with Steve Carell he's so funny and so far on the comedy side that you never think Oh, he would do dramas, but he does, and he he kills them. He, um. So I, yeah, I'm looking forward to this film. Uh, I saw Beautiful Boy and loved it. And over Christmas break, I will definitely go to the theater to see Welcome to Marwin. Um, yeah, I'm pumped for that. Moving on, uh, we're gonna go back to Netflix 
for a motion picture. Here is The Christmas Chronicles. Dear Santa, this is Kate Pierce. I've been really good this year. I do say bad words every now and then, but that's only when my brother Teddy makes fun of me and I lose my, I mean my temper. Let go, you're gonna break it. <laughs> Who cares, this camera's like 20 years old. I have to work. It's Christmas Eve. You're gonna stay home with your sister. We should make a video. Maybe we could get a shot of Santa Claus. You really have no clue, do you? Nobody's ever seen Santa Claus. Tell me you're getting this. Do you realize how big of a deal this is? We need to get a closer look. Are you crazy? Duck! Can he see us? I don't think so. Cupid, I'm coming! Hold on to something! Santa Claus? Live and in person. One night only. Can you go ho, ho, ho? I don't go ho, ho, ho. That's a myth. Christmas spirit's down 35%. Half the planet's not gonna get toys. So a few brats don't get presents, it's not the end of the world. People need Christmas to remind themselves of how good they can be. Wendy, you got so big. Excuse me? You know what I mean, grown up big. Now, Wendy, we need a ride. Can you call an Uber? You think I can pay the driver with these? Imagine if we all work together. This just might work. We need to rally the reindeer. Comet. And find the elves. I think I'm in the North Pole. Sleigh's busted. Can you guys fix it? Maybe we can still save Christmas. Face yourself! Show up! Less than an hour before the sun rises. Whoa. Let's get this party started. Just like wave your hand and Jedi mind trick the cop. I'm Santa Claus, Teddy, not Yoda. Okay, that's enough fun for one night. Are you listening? Comet, you can slow down! Come back here! Why must they keep drawing me like that? Does my butt really look that big to you? So that is Kurt Russell in the Christmas Chronicles where he plays Santa Claus. And what it looks like from this trailer is that the premise is no one's ever seen Santa Claus. And these two, this brother and sister want to see him at night on Christmas Day. Where they do successfully see him but his sled or his sleigh breaks down. And so now he's stuck um, outside of the North Pole. And yes, the kids have seen him, but like no one else has and no one can see him. And so the kids are like in on it to help him secure his identity, maybe. Um, it looks funny. Uh, there was a recent Christmas film that came out on Netflix with Vanessa Hudgens where she plays like two princesses. And I was just like, this looks really bad. Honestly, like, really bad writing. This actually, Christmas Chronicles came out on November 22nd. I think I just, I think I do remember seeing it on, like, the homepage. So, but I knew nothing about it. And honestly, I kind of looked at the image and I was like, oh, this looks bad too. 
But watching the trailer, I'm thinking this actually might be a really good Christmas film. Um, I mean, or might be a good Christmas film. Uh, it's not going to be like the classics, but at least better than uh, the Vanessa Hudgens um, and starring Vanessa Hudgens and Vanessa Hudgens Netflix film. Um, I'm interested. I really am. It looks funny. I'm a little confused by um, the elves that they show in this trailer where are not like the movie Elf where they're human-like. They're this movie seems to mix in a lot of animation um, in that the elves are like little animated um, two feet tall mouse looking things with pointy ears. They, uh, I'll go back to the frame. Um, uh, check out the trailer, but it's like they have Yeah, they're, they're like mouse-looking things um, with just like really pointy ears in, in like a knit Christmas hat and a Christmas sweater. Um, so I, I don't know what to think about that, but it, it's interesting, them mixing in the uh, animation like that. Um Yeah, I, I really am interested. I think I think it was an interesting casting choice to, uh, for Santa Claus, but not a bad one. It was just interesting. Not one that I would think of, but from the trailer, it looks like it works, and it looks like Kurt Russell needed to play Santa Claus in this film because of how Santa Claus is portrayed uh, in this one versus, say, like Elf or whatever, um, or the Santa Claus. Um, yeah, I think, I think that's all I have to say about this film. So I'm going to go on to the next one and the, the last one. Uh, this one's not as Christmassy, but it is a trailer that was just recently released a couple of days ago. Um, here is Artemis Fowl. Our world has never been in more danger. Human greed is what drove us underground all those years ago. To escape from your rapacious appetite. for the truth behind what you seek.
Disney is just going all out with the releases. Um, so this is Artemis Fowl, um, which comes out uh, in 2019. Disney's got a big, big year. 2019 is going to be a big year. Um, I've said that like three times now for, uh, for, for their films. Um, they got so many live action remakes and, and, uh, Toy Story 4 and there's just, there is a lot. Um, so this is a movie that I imagine a lot of people might be looking forward to if they had read the book growing up and, we're waiting and waiting for a movie after like Harry Potter and whatnot. Um, I never read Artemis Fowl. I am well aware of it. I had always seen the book around, but I had never picked it up to read it. Um, I think that was like around the time that I was more into Hunger Games. So I got my movie right away. Um, but I did not I never got into Artemis Fowl, so all I know about this film is from this trailer. And honestly, it looks really interesting. Um, it's Disney, so of course it's just this fantastic production value and design. Um, looks very incredibly expensive to make. Um, lots of effects and CGI and whatnot. But it looks really good. I'm I'm interested in it. I've never seen... I know nothing about the story, but I am, I'm interested. Uh, and I'm looking at the cast and like, we have Judy Dench, Josh Gad are the two familiar names I know. Um, but outside of that, I honestly know no one. Um, I was talking with, um, some classmates in my cinematography class and we were, we realize that Disney does a really good job of finding that like actor that's been in stuff, but nothing huge and really exploding their career. Um, like one example, um, that came to mind was, uh, I'm forgetting his name. It's, um, he plays Poe in force awakens, Oscar Isaac. Um, an actor that was in some stuff and he was in this really powerful film earlier, but not a lot of people have probably seen it. And a lot of his other work just are very small too. But once he was in force awakens debuting this new character called Poe, he has just done so much more since and his career really had taken off. Um, uh, And Disney like does that with all their films. They have quite the team of casting directors um, that they really know how to find that that hidden talent. Um, and I feel like they've never like made a wrong choice with like their lead roles. That they find that hidden talent, and they know that once people see the see this person, they're gonna love them. And then other production companies are going to be like, oh, I, I want them in my work, please. So I'm looking forward to this film. Um, what I also want to quick play is a trailer that just popped up in the Up Next that I had seen the thumbnail for but never watched. 
And so I'm just interested. But it's called Five Feet Apart, and it stars Cole Sprouse. So let's watch that. Human touch. We need that touch from the one we love almost as much as we need air to breathe. I never understood that until I couldn't have it. It never fades away. This is my life with cystic fibrosis. Hi, Barb. I'm still looking at that thing out of my face. What would I do without you? You'd die. <laughs> People with CF aren't supposed to get within six feet because we could end up catching each other's bacteria. You followed me. With the intent of introducing myself, I'm well Newman. You're the kind of guy that ignores the rules because it makes you feel in control. Am I right? You're not wrong. You think that's cute? Do you think it's cute? There's no room in war but fear. Do you know how lucky you are to be here? Nothing is going to save our lives. We're breathing borrowed air. These meds are not optional. Yeah, that's probably why they keep shoving them down my throat. <sighs> okay, we're gonna do our treatments together, so that way I know you're actually doing them. Shake on it. Honey. Baby, it hits so hard, holding up to my chest. Don't tell me the one time you're interested in some guy, he's also got CF. I just helped him set up his med cart. I know you, Stella, for organizing a med cart is like foreplay. <laughs> Six feet apart at all times, you both know the rules. You catch his infection and you can kiss new lungs goodbye. I've been living for my treatments instead of doing my treatments so that I can live and I want to live after all that CF is stolen from me I don't mind stealing something back 304 millimeters 12 inches one foot five feet apart are you in So this film seems to fit um, well within all the other films that CBS Films usually releases. Um, this looks like a fault in our stars, but with cystic fibrosis instead of cancer. Um, it, it's interesting because the cystic fibrosis is a disease that's not really talked about in this medium. Uh, I don't know too many movies out there about characters with CF. Um, this just looks like a corny love story between two people that have CF. And their obstacle is, unlike when you have cancer and photon or stars and you can still kiss and hug and touch, their obstacle is they literally can't touch each other and they have to be five feet apart, which is an actual thing with CF is you don't shake hands with patients with CF and whatnot um, because of that risk of infection because um, your lungs are so, um, the disease has taken over your lungs so much enough as it is that like any disease will just really mess with that. Um, so it's interesting that uh, CBS Films is like, you know, let's tell the story of a disease that like no one really talks about um, it might be something that you're aware of, 
Um, or maybe you're not. I, I, I don't really know the awareness level of the disease, but I feel like it does affect a lot of people. Um, and so just, it'll be interesting. I'm really curious for the movie to come out and for people, patients with CF to see it and be vocal about it. Does, is it, does it romanticize the disease or does it just romanticize their love for each other and then it keeps the CF separate and true, they're true to that and those experiences? Um, it, it, it definitely is an interesting thing. Uh, with scripts, you always want to look for like, um, what are the, what's the obstacle? So like, what do characters want? Do they get it? But like, what's keeping them from getting that in the first place? Because like, if there's no struggle in a movie, then it's a boring movie. If it's like, oh, we love each other. Okay, let's date. Like that, that would be a boring movie. But we love each other, but we can't. Romeo and Juliet, we love each other, but we can't see each other because our families hate each other. This is we love each other, but we can't even do things that typical couples do because we can't be closer than five feet from each other. Um, and so it will be interesting how do you visualize that love brewing um, without um, the usual like touching and kissing and whatnot. Um, I'm, all, I'm always interested in films that can uh, tell the story visually because it's a visual medium. And so... Um, Instead of just saying, I love you, or it's, I'm going to do an action that shows I love you. And those typical actions can't exist in this film. So, it, because of their obstacle. And so, how can they still tell that without saying it? Um, I'm interested, but it's not something I'm going to go out and see right away for. Um... Uh, I might wait a few days and just hear the responses, um, and then check it out. But I'm 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 moderately interested. Well, that's gonna wrap up today's discussion. But moving on, we have uh, what I'm looking forward to as always. Uh, a new trailer was released. Here it is. Everything the light touches is our kingdom. But a king's time as ruler rises and falls like the sun. One day, the sun will set on my time here and will rise with you as the new king. I watched this trailer. <laughs> like probably close to 20 times and I am here for it. I am very much looking forward to this live action liking. I know a lot of people are like, eh, it's, it's going to just ruin Lion King for them. But like I'm watching this trailer and I'm seeing this, this little lion cub and it's just so cute. It's like a little cat <laughs> and it's, I, I'm just I'm I'm really interested. I really want to see how they 
tell this. I honestly, I so it's directed by John Favreau, who did the live action Jungle Book, and I watched that on Netflix like last Christmas break. And honestly, I wasn't real into it. Maybe it's because I didn't grow up watching the animated Jungle Book, um, and so I just wasn't really into the story this time. Or maybe I just didn't really like how it was produced. I I was really confused like where the story was going. Uh when they were getting to a song, it was like, Oh wait, we're in a song now. It's just like there was just a lot of confusion watching the film. Um that I guess maybe that confusion would maybe that confusion was there for the people that have seen the original Jungle Book. And so or maybe if I had seen the original Jungle Book, I would have understood it and I wouldn't have been so confused. I don't know. But I think this Lion King live action will be a better live action remake than the Jungle Book live action remake. Um, I think they're going to do a, just work with the film a lot better. I'm really interested to see what songs they create because... Much like the live action Beauty and the Beast that came out last summer, two summers ago, two marches ago, that sounds about right. Um, just like that film, um, yeah, it came out in 2017. Anyways, moving on. Uh, just like uh, that Beauty and the Beast, they also, the creators of that film also had a Broadway version to work off of, just like Lion King has a Broadway version to work off of. And what was really cool was the song Evermore isn't in the original Beauty and the Beast, and it's not in the Broadway version, but there is a song in the Broadway version that's not in the original. This is getting really confusing. <laughs> but there's a song in the Broadway version uh, called If I Can't Love Her, which is essentially the same song, same message, same point in the story as Evermore that's in the live action. It's just they did a different song. So it's the same message. It's the same point. It's the, I love this girl, but I can't have her, but I really want her, and that anguish with that. Um, but I think Evermore really just fits uh, Dan Stevens, right? That's his name. I think it fits his voice a lot more than like maybe If I Can't Love Her would have. Um, so I'm really interested to see are they going to do something like that uh, for Lion King where they're going to add a song that wasn't in the original animated version and they'll take a song that was in the Broadway version um, and rewrite it with like new lyrics, but the message is still there. Um, uh, one song that I think of is that they could potentially do that for is Endless Night. Um which is the song with just adult Simba, and it is a really emotional moment. Um, so they might do something like that. Also, the rest of the Broadway songs are um, are in like the Swahili. I I think Broadway's. I think the Broadway version is in Swahili. It's uh, it's like that like accompaniment, but like it's Swahili vocals. And it just, it really helps drive the story. And I wonder if they'll bring that into this live action. I think that would be really cool. Um, if they do, I hope it's just as like an underscore and not as like the animal singing. Because I think, unless it's like 
um, just can't wait to be king. They'll have um, Simba's mouth moving up and down, and they'll have that. But like any of like the like the background vocals for like Grassland Chan or uh, the Stampede that are in Broadway, the Broadway version, um, I would hope is just those vocals are just like an underscore, and we don't just see a bunch of like zebras and giraffes and wildebeests um, singing, because I think that will really I. I think that will make it just not as like, ugh. but who knows? Maybe Disney did do that, and maybe they found a way to make it look like it works. So I'm interested. I'm here for it. Um, not as much as the Aladdin trailer, but still looking forward to it. And moving on, as always, I got a song pick of the week. Uh, here is. Um, Grown Up Christmas List uh, by Pentatonix featuring Kelly Clarkson on their latest Christmas album, Christmas Is Here. Every year they have a new Christmas album, or at least they have for the past three years. And this one came out in November, but I didn't want to talk about it until it was Christmas time. And it is Christmas time now, and I really like the song. It's, 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 it, it's different, but... It's it's still Christmassy and it has that cool acapella sound and great vocals from Kelly Clarkson. Get it on Apple Music, Spotify, or wherever you get your music. Well, we have come to that time where real talk must end for the day. I know, it's really, really sad. I'll miss you all, but I want to thank you all for tuning in this week. That's all for this week. As always, make sure to follow Real Talk on SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts, and leave a review to help attract new listeners. Thank you for listening each and every week, and I'll see you in the next.